Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Good morning. Welcome to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Today we're going to have a really, really different show. We have two new hosts today, myself, Rodolfo, R.T. Trujillo, and David Meyer. We have also a guest with us, Ruben Saltzman, with the Structure Tech Home Inspection. So we're going to try to make it as fun, uh, as interactive with you guys. So please feel free to call us or give us, uh, send us a text at 612-294-6949. David, good morning. Morning, Rodolfo. How are we today? I'm uh, doing phenomenal, man. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Yeah, this should be a fun one. Uh, RT and I are not professional experts at this, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hopefully keep Ryan from getting in any trouble with the radio station. That is correct. <laughs> That's my only concern today, but we'll we'll, we'll do good. How's your morning off uh, starting off today, Ruben? Oh, it's a fantastic day. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. First time on the show. Long time listener. First time guest. Glad to be here, guys. This is gonna be fun. As you can tell, the energy this morning is great, so I'm excited. I'm excited. So 
Uh, David, let's start. Let's start right away. We have some statistics that we want to share with you guys. Yeah, we always what like is happening to, here. So right, we always like to start off the show just kind of giving you an idea of what's going on in the market right now. Um, so with lending, our friends at, at Luminate, uh, Mike Overson, who usually co-hosts the show, um, he sends over some information to give us an idea of where where the rates are at. Looks like a thirty-year fixed right now is floating around six point six nine or so. A fifteen-year uh, 15-year fixed is around 5.96. So with that 15-year that six, that 15-year mortgage, what that means is if you're on a VA loan, that's considerably lower than that. That's probably down around 5.25 or so, and possibly on the on the 30-year fix that the VA loans are going to be uh, considerably lower as well. They tend to have a, we do a little better job of, of taking care of our vets in that regard, so they tend to have a little better rates there. Um, just some of the statistics of what's going on in the market um, and just what's happening with with, uh, year-over-year trends. So change in new listings, we're up 14.5%. That's good news for buyers. That's that's really good news for buyers because it puts more uh, more on the market, apparently. Um, And then up 2.6% on pending sales. But here's what's interesting, change in inventory. Down four point two percent. So what it means is that we still we still behind David. We still be having inventory. We need more houses to put out in the market, so we have more opportunities for the buyers. So this is a good time. It's still a great time for sellers. If you're thinking of selling your house, this is a good opportunity. As you, as David just mentioned, the inventory is still short, so we still need to have more more properties out in the market. So one of, one of the challenges with this, Ruben, is that. Uh, we're up 14.5% in new listings, but we're down 4.2% in inventory. What that means is they're flying off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's been kind of the trend for the past couple of years, right? Correct. I mean, we've been feeling that as a home inspection company with people wanting to get houses, but you got to skip the home inspection to get your offer accepted. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I hope that doesn't start coming back again this spring. I think a good good point in that one, Ruben, and I think David and I will talk about this all the time. And the last, what happened the last three years with the no inspection, I am very, very worried. You know, uh, we're being advocated that no matter what, you have to have the inspection done in your, when you're writing an offer. Thank you. Because if you don't, yeah, you might think, oh, this is an opportunity for you to get the, you know, get the house or get the offer accepted. But I always tell to the other, the other agent, when I represented the buyers, when I talked to the leasing agent, I said, it's in your best interest, your client's best interest, my client's best interest, my interest to have an inspection done because that's going to protect us down the road. Amen, Don't have brother. an inspection, it's a problem for all of us. Yes, yes. Nobody knows what's going on. Yep. Correct, very much. So a couple of things related to that is if I'm working with a seller, I'm typically telling them to have a pre-inspection done. You're for, doing the Lord's work. Well, for, <laughs> for two reasons here. Like, like Rodolfo, Rodolfo said, one is it protects you down the road. But two, then if somebody does put in an offer with no inspection, as long as they've gotten a copy of that inspection, now there's at least some level of comfort there that, that they know what is problematic in the house. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so that can be really, really helpful. Here's another big area where this is helpful. Is if there's a home warranty attached with it as well, that home inspection is gold because if something goes wrong and the home warranty yes. company says, you know what, that's a pre-existing condition, you can say, nope, look at the yeah. inspection. We had yep. an inspection done. It worked perfectly fine at the time of inspection. And, and I'll tell you what, those home warranty companies have a huge financial interest to tell you this was a pre-existing condition. I mean, that is their, can't, their, that is their standard response 
And if yeah. you can prove it, that is, yeah, like you said, David, that is gold. Not only that, but when you get the home inspection on your own house, so often we come up with stuff that the homeowners had no idea about. They didn't know this stuff was going on. And yeah. when it comes up later, if a buyer buys the house, they find out about it, all of a sudden they go, wait, you tried to hide this yep. or blah, 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 you were Correct. being dishonest. It just it eliminates all of that. Yeah, well, that's as, typically- as you can tell, as, I'm sorry, as you can tell, the three of us are very proponent of the inspection. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, and, we're preaching to each other. Prior, thing prior or at the time of uh, Correct. the offer. And, and yeah. a big thing with that is if a homeowner has been in a house for 30 years, they've been living in it for a while. It's not that they're intentionally trying to hide things a lot of times. It's just they've been in there for a long yeah. time. Yeah, they and, don't know. Oh, yeah. you overlook stuff. They I mean, you've been it. there for so long that that's right. part of it. You don't even yeah. know that it's wrong, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. We'll yeah, come back to the inspection yeah. conversation a little bit later and give Ruben a chance to uh, talk a little bit more about what Structure Tech does and how they can help people. So, uh, One of the things that David mentioned on the interest rates, guys, uh, this is pretty exciting. Actually, our rates are starting to come on down a little bit. They're moving, they're moving in the right direction. And uh, I think that's what is motivating or is what is moving more buyers to them a little bit they're moving they're moving in the right direction and uh, i think that's what is motivating or is what is moving more buyers to uh to be able to be out there and and the market is going to start making you know going faster as well so that's that's good news and remember every time i talk to my buyers uh david rubin you know always say well we might gonna wait you know we're gonna wait to maybe to go to the three or four percent like it used, it used to be at the 221 and 22 well remember guys that's an anomaly that's not gonna happen I, I don't think it will happen. We almost don't want it to happen no. because this is not a, it's not good for the market. What happened in those two years, again, it was something completely different. It was nothing to do with directly with the market. The pandemic came. Many different things happened, and, and that kind of upset everything. But if you look at it in the last 20, 30 years, the interest rates for purchases are right between 6 and 7%. So we are right where we used to be, and this is the number that I think is going to help us to continue to have a healthy uh, real estate market here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, I got something interesting for you here, RT. In uh, October 9th of 1981, take a guess what the interest rate was, guys. I, I think, I, I don't know if exactly, but I'm going to say 16%. Well, that's what I was going to say. Okay, I'm going to go 17%. There you then. go. I'll, uh, October 9th, 1981, 18.63%. <sighs> oh, my it's goodness. It's incredible. Now, can you imagine, you know, some of these young millennials and the, the Gen Zers or Gen X or whatever they call them young people these days, can you imagine them having to deal with an 18.63? Most of them don't have that in the credit cards. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. oh, so no. imagine doing it in your yeah, house. The credit card be, rates be, aren't even that bad. That would be crazy. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's to put in perspective, right? I mean, if we compare yeah. it to 2021, 20, 22, well, it's not going to happen. But if we compare it to, uh, what was it, 86? Uh, 81. 81. 81. Everybody 81. will be really happy paying six That's and right. a half, seven percent. So it's all perspective. Between six and seven is a good interest rate. Obviously, what what the interest rate does to a buyer is their purchase power, right? That's what it affected the most. Correct. How much can they buy, and also on the payment. So that's always the, that was always a concern. But six and a half, what they were saying, and the interest rate right now, that's what we're floating between six and a half, seven. It's a good opportunity. It's a good time to buy, and. Uh, the, the prices are still rising. So every time you wait, you're going to lose money, in yes. my opinion. And if, if you're thinking that, well, I'll wait till the rates drop so I can afford more, guess how many other people are thinking the same thing? And then all of a sudden you're in a bidding war That's right. where prices get jacked up. What happens as soon as the interest rate goes down, more buyers come up. Correct. More offers come up. 
what happened, offer on demand, right? So I think we're getting right to the uh, to our first break. Is that correct, Dennis? So we're ready ready at the break. So we'll be back in a few seconds, guys. Thank you for staying with us, the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Welcome back, everybody. Again, this is David Meyer with uh, Remax and the Minnesota Real Estate Team, along with Rodolfo Trujillo and Ruben Saltzman. Uh, Rodolfo also with the Minnesota Real Estate Team, and Ruben with Structure Tech. Um, so, one of the things that um, uh, before I get into this, you can call or text us at six one two two nine four six nine four nine. 612-294-6949. Any questions you've got or comments you'd like to make about the market, uh, we'd be happy to visit with you about that. Um, one of the things that we want to talk a little bit about here, RT, is just market conditions. And what we, what we want to uh, kind of help people understand here, uh, I approach this from the perspective of what a buyer can expect in today's market and moving forward into a spring market and what a seller can expect in today's market. So what can a buyer expect? Well, that's a great question. What, what can a buyer expect? You know, it depends on the, on the bracket that you're buying. But let's talk about uh, anywhere between three hundred and five hundred thousand, which is unfortunately our first time home buyers now, you know, at 300000 which is scary. But anyway, right now, if you come into the market, a uh, house comes well, first day in the market, you're going to expect a lot of activity at the beginning. And the first few days... I will say the first seven days with all the activity happened. So when you're a buyer, go take a look at a house, you have to react fairly quickly. You know, if you like the property, you might have to, you know, might start thinking of doing it. Now, it's a little different than before where you only had 30 minutes, right? You know, <laughs> you look at a house 30 minutes and then you put an offer. Now you have a little bit of time. You need to think about it. But if you, if you find a house. And we're assuming that the house is priced appropriately. Correct. 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 Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's. Uh, we're going to go in a little bit on the tangent here, uh, David, but I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, if you don't price your house properly, your house is going to sit a little longer. Now, now days on the market right now, David, where are we now? Days on the market for a house like 40, 50 days? Uh, 50 days. I checked this morning, and the average time on market is now up to 50 days, which is almost double what it was about a year and a half ago. So right there, the expectations have to be different also for the seller. But for the buyer... If you like a property in this price of property and, and this is with your price range, don't wait. Don't hesitate. Do it. Make an offer. Move move forward. If you don't do that and then you wait, maybe there's three, four others that are doing the same thing. And then a week from now when you decide to go back, either that property is gone or now you might be running into multiple offers, which is strange to think that you get situations on multiple offers now a week later. But it's right. happening more and more. It just happened in one of my listings. Uh, my listing was actually uh, for 22 days in the market. So the third weekend, uh, this agent called me on Friday and said, we have an offer for you. I'm going to send it to you tonight. So oh, perfect. Never did. The next morning, uh, he called me and said, we'll do it today. And I said, so you know, I got another agent. I said, I hate to do this to you. You're going to think that I'm just pulling my leg, your leg here. I have another agent sending me an offer. Right. By Sunday morning, I ended up having three offers. Yeah. After 22 days in the market, it was just wow. it was just ridiculous. So so it happens. Be careful. Your expectation. If you find something that you like, do not wait. Just write an offer. Talk to your agent and, and make sure you present the offer as soon as possible. So from the seller perspective, one of the things that I think sellers have to pay close attention to is this isn't 2020. This that is isn't correct. 2021. We don't have three percent interest rates where you know we're ending up with. 
15 offers. I had one that it was crazy. Now my guy priced it low. It was his, his intention was to drive multiple offers. So he priced it low. This was an Oakdale house. Um, that I think we had listed right around 320,000, 48 hours. We had over a hundred showings. We had 50 offers. That's not happening now. Correct. How do you even go through those? Yeah. Uh, spreadsheet. <laughs> it <laughs> oh took me a long goodness. time to get it organized yeah. so that he could make some sense out of it. But and the reality good, was... That's a good point, David. Now, like you said, that, that that's before. Right. You know, now for our sellers, we need to, their expectations have to be different. Correct. You have to price it correctly. And now you can still be aggressive, but you right. need to be careful. Because now if you're too aggressive on the price, meaning going too low, you might end up just with one offer at that price that you didn't want. What yeah. I advise now uh, to my sellers, and I want to see your perspective, David, I, I do the market analysis for them, and I say, listen, I don't have a crystal ball, but according to my data, you, know, you have to be in this range. You know, let's say if it, the property is worth 500000 I say you might going to be able to sell it anywhere between 490 and 510 somewhere in there. We can be aggressive and start listing at maybe a 494 just below the 500 and see what happens. But I also tell my sellers, you need to be ready that if there's no multiple offers, somebody comes at 494.9, that you're willing to sell it, right? That you're able and, and, and ready to sell it. So on the aggressive side right now, you need to be careful because you might not end up with multiple offers. Is that correct, David, you think? Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I, I think the one of the biggest things is sellers need to understand, even in a seller's market, it's possible to overprice a house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's very possible. And as agents, if you've got a good agent, and you can tell from listening to RT that he's an expert at this, and and one of the guys that I met when I first got into the business and learned a ton from, Thank you. and one of the biggest things that I learned from him is that for the seller, it's always going to be a range. You know, we as agents, we can give you a specific number and say, yeah, your place is going to sell for exactly this amount, but that doesn't mean anything. That's correct. It's typically a range, and what I tell my sellers is that, you know, if you go on the lower end of that range, you're much more likely to have early offers. You're much more likely to possibly even have multiple offers. If you go on the higher end of that range, you're much more likely to sit a little bit longer. It doesn't mean you won't get it. But you just, for your own expectations, you just got to know you might sit a little you bit. You might have to wait a little longer. And then the, the flip side to that is if you go way above, <laughs> you know, if, now, now, if you're, now, now you have a little bit of an issue. Now you've got a problem. That because is correct. my experience in the eight years I've been doing this, and I'm sure yours is real similar, RT, is when I've had sellers who have not listened to me and said, okay, I'm going to go at. 475 when my range was between 430 and 450 they end up sitting and a lot of times they end up down below 430 that is correct and that's something that i stress really really strongly to my sellers and i said listen uh here at the minnesota real estate team and, and remax advantage plus we, we're professionals right we want your listing we want to help you but we're not just going to create a number just to get your listing and i tell my sellers all the time uh, let's do the same scenario. If I come in into my listing presentation and I, my information shows me that this property is worth anywhere between 425 and 450, and my client wants to list it at 500, I gotta talk to him really, really strongly to say, if you do that, you are gonna damage the opportunity to sell your house uh, in a in a short period of time. If you don't sell it within the first 30 days, your chances of selling your houses at that price are almost done. Pretty much. And what happened is, if you, you know, I always tell my, my sellers, think about it as a buyer perspective. If you're a buyer and you see a house in the market 
for 30 days. It's not moving, but the house looks decent, but it's not moving. The first reaction that every single of my buyers tells me, what's wrong with this? It's not moving, but the house looks decent, but it's not moving. The first reaction that every single of my buyers tells me, what's wrong with the property? They never <laughs> right. ask me if the price is right or wrong. The they first thing they ask me, something is wrong with the property yeah. that yes. is not selling. Yeah. So you right there, you're, you're hurting yourself. And many times, David, as you know me, I'm a pretty shooter. I have told clients, like, if you want to go on 500, I have a list of numbers that you can call. <laughs> but if you don't sell it within the first 30 days, call me back, right. and I list it at the right price. And or, I do it all the time. Or you build in, you build in those, those price drops. Correct. You know, we yeah. have X number of showings and we no offer, we're going to price drop. Uh, or if we're on market X number of days with no showings, we're going to price drop. So you just got to set that expectation that, that you know, we're going to build in some things to help you get the place sold. Yeah. But part of our model, and, and this is something that we've learned from Ryan, is we don't go in and buy listings. That is correct. You know, I, I've had several listings, one that was a big one last year that was like one, uh, my numbers were 1.2 to 1.6 million. And somebody else came in and told them they could get 2 million. Yeah, and I remember sitting there in the listing presentation talking to this couple and specifically telling them, if they tell you you can get $2 million, you need to make sure that they show you the other properties that match yeah, show, that. Show me the comparables. Exactly. Yeah. Show me the comparables that match. And I pointed out two properties that were fairly close by. This was a lake property that were fairly close by that were around $2 million. However, the lake they were on was 270 acres. The lake, those $2 million properties were on were over 1,800 acres yeah. each with four restaurants on each property, in each lake. And, mm. and the thing is, when, when you call us, Big when difference. you call the Minnesota real estate team, David, myself, anybody, we're going to tell you the truth. Like you, you say perfectly, we don't buy listings. Right. We're here to help you responsibly and show you the right thing. Now, as everybody knows, when you're going to sell your house, uh, every single one of us, if you ask any, any sellers, what do you think about your house? Well, our houses are the best in the neighborhood. Of course. You know? <laughs> my, my house is the best one. It's the, the, the most expensive You and I one included is, in that, right? All of us. It, that's it's, right. It's the same for it's all of us, right? Bias. Because that's, that's exactly, that's your property, that's your place, that's your home. Mm-hmm. And I always tell it to my sellers, you have to detach those values, you know, that the sentimental values, you know, my house right now, both of my daughters were born in my house there, you know. Sure. The sentimental value is tremendous. Now, that has a zero Bearing Zero values on the value That's for right. the buyer. So yes. there's a lot of a lot of moving components. And uh, in my opinion, David Ruben, the number one component to sell your house within the price range and the time frame correctly is setting at the right price. Correct. If, if you don't set the right price right at the get go, you, you're hurting yourself. Correct. I tell this Correct. all the time to all my clients every time. So. Okay, we're up against the next break here, so we'll be back in a few minutes. And uh, stay with us. Thank you. Thank you. Well, welcome back to the Minnesota Real Estate Show on WCCO. Again, you can call or text us at 612-294-6949, 612-294-6949. We do like to highlight a few um, properties uh, that we have 
uh, either currently on the market or coming on the market soon here. And there's a couple here that I have, myself in particular, uh, one out in Norwood, Young America. It's at 453 Meadow Lane. This will be coming on uh, next week, is coming soon. A nice single-level townhome in the $240,000 range. Two bedrooms, one bath, two-car garage. Just a really nice, functional place. The single-level ones are hard to find, RT. They are very hard because everybody wants them. Correct. So make sure you have that opportunity. Go see it right away when it comes in the market. Lots of lots of boomers out there, and, and I've got that listing. So you can certainly give us a call, and, and, and we'll get in touch and get you out to take a look. Another one is at 685 Westchester Avenue in Shakopee. A nice four-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. Lots of updates on this one. Super, super clean place. Super clean place. Um, nice uh, above-ground pool in the backyard with a really nice stamped uh, concrete patio. It's just in great shape. Just in great shape. And that one's coming on at, at $340,000. And, again, that's another one of my listings. I'm going to jump in quickly before we go to our, our guest here. I have one active listing right now. It's another Rambler complete rehab in Minnetonka's. You don't you don't going to be able to find anything in Minnetonka below six hundred. Well, this one is below six hundred. Nice five ninety nine. It's a one five six two four Sunset Road in Minnetonka. Four bedrooms, three bathrooms. It's just it's a beautiful place. Completely redone. Every single thing has been touched. So take a look at it. And uh, well, thank you for listening. Some of those old Ramblers, the way they they rehab them are pretty cool. Move a few walls uh, we, around, open yeah, up a few doors. My guys, my my investors here, they they put everything back. Down to the studs, they remove pretty much every single wall in the main wow. main level. It looks like a brand new construction. That's it cool. is really cool. That's cool. Well, we've got Ruben Saltzman with us here today with Structure Tech uh, Inspections. And Ruben, why don't you give us a little bit of idea of what Structure Tech does and uh, how long you guys been around and anything sure. else you can. Uh, we're a home inspection company. We've been around since 1987. We are the most highly rated home inspection company in Minnesota. We've got a huge team of inspectors. We can do any type of inspection you can imagine, whether it's mold, radon, sewer, of course, the standard home inspection. We do stucco testing. We do specialized inspections where people have problems with their houses and they can't figure out what the issue is. They've called in different contractors. Nobody knows what the issue is. We'll go out and do a ton of single item inspections because we're experts in that stuff. And, uh, that's that's what I wanted to talk about today. Is so we have a mystery here, and you guys come out and figure out the mystery. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, the the one mystery a lot of people have been calling about for the past week or so is frost in the attic, and then melting frost, and then stains on the ceiling. Yep. Oh. Because when you get this long period, this long cold snap like we've had, frost just accumulates and accumulates in the attic, and nobody knows about it. And then you get this unseasonable fast warm up like we had. And all that frost melts, and now it's raining in your attic. And then you got these stains showing up at your ceiling. And then it's like, all right, who do I call? Do we call a roofer? Maybe my roof is leaking. All right, looks like a roof leak. Yeah, or, or do I call an insulation contractor? And you go online, and you're going to hear the same advice over and over again. People are going to say, you need more insulation and more ventilation. <laughs> and I'm yep. here to tell you, that ain't it. That is not the fix for it. Okay. Because that, That's good. That's good to know. It, it's And everybody chases the wrong thing. The problem is what's causing the frost. you got to go back to the source. Why is frost accumulating in your attic? And it's because you've got these passageways for conditioned, warm, moist household air to leak up into your attic. And it's going to be little passageways, stuff that you wouldn't think would make a big difference. It's the little holes that they drill at the top plates of walls to feed wires through. It's the larger holes that they run plumbing vents through. It's the huge holes 
that we run your furnace vent up through. It's mm-hmm. all these different passageways. And then we talked before the show, God forbid, you've got a bath fan venting in yes, your attic right. or, a, or a kitchen fan, something like that. I mean, now you don't have little leaks. Now you're pumping warm air into your attic. Correct. And all of these things are going to contribute to frost in the attic. So if you want to lick the problem, you need to stop those air leaks. And, and they're also called attic bypasses. So let me ask you a quick question. So with that, uh, with that fan being vented up in through the attic, does it have to go straight up out the roof? Or is it okay if sometimes those, those bath fans might come up and they go out uh, on the side of the house instead of up through the roof? You know, in a perfect world, I'd say going out through the side of the house would be much better mm-hmm. when you vent an attic onto the roof. Now, we're getting into advanced ice dam prevention okay. 201 yeah. with this conversation. Yeah, this sure. is a deep dive. Yeah. But uh, the short answer is it's really nice to go out the wall. Don't bring it okay. out through the soffit because you've got soffit right. vents out yeah, there. Right. And then it can bring that moisture back in. So but just out the side of the house. Great. Yeah. See, yeah. now I get Love to go tell my wife yeah, I did it right. <laughs> She was, mad at, me because, yeah, she was nice mad at me job, because because roofers came out and I didn't get the new the new vent fan. But I said, hey, but I ran it out the side of the house. Yeah. I yeah, have a question, Ruben. Now that you mentioned that, you know, we have these holes that you mentioned, they come in all the air. Come yeah. How do you fix that? What is the recommendation to fix it? Because we cannot just move everything back to the side of the wall. That will be too expensive. You know, uh, I'd can... love to spend the next hour talking about how right, to fix we, it, you but have I'm going to have to give you a short five answer. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hire an insulation contractor who knows their stuff. Hire a good one who's going to move all the insulation away. They're going to seal up every little air leak, probably with caulk or foam, or for bigger items, they might put a piece of plywood down and caulk mm. that. You seal it up, make it 100% airtight. You do need to have adequate ventilation. I'm not saying ventilation yeah. doesn't matter, but ventilation is something that disguises your problem of warm air getting up into the attic. Uh-huh. Ventilation is the last thing you do. It is important, but so focus is, on yeah. sealing the, those air leaks. Is the spray insulation that really seals things up, is that the best route to go? And I'm not talking about yeah. just the expando stuff, right? I'm talking the, the guys that come in and they spray, Whoa, and when they yeah. get done, That's, it looks like there's a... Two-inch coat. That's the gold standard, but nobody needs to do that. I mean, in a perfect world, if money were no object, I'd do that in my own attic. But money is an object. So using the expanding stuff, that you know, the great stuff, the stuff that comes in a can, if you can get at all those air leaks, that stuff is extremely effective. That will do the job. It's really all about labor. That's what it comes down to is it takes a lot of time to get through there. And you need someone who knows what they're doing. And if, if any of the listeners want more information about yeah, this. Yeah, how do they get hold of you? We've got, just type in Structure Tech on your Google machine. You will find us. Yeah, And I, I've got I a weekly blog. Our latest blog post covers this in detail. Our website is structuretech.com. But how about I, a phone I, number? Uh, phone, if you want to call us, yeah, you can text <laughs> or call. I don't think Ruben wanted to call you. He wanted to go to the website. <laughs> yeah. to the, website. <laughs> the website's got all the info, but if you want to talk, we're happy. You can text or call 952-915-6466, and we've got operators standing. If you want to talk, we're happy. You can text or call 952-915-6466, and we've got operators standing by. We even answer the phones <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> Well, if you want to That's talk good. to somebody, you can call me, and I can refer to Rudolph. There you go. So we haven't said our numbers, uh, David. Uh, yeah. Rodolfo Trujillo, RT, my number. If you have any questions about real estate, 612-384-7493, 612-384-7493. David? And mine is 612-849-0687, 612-849-0687.
As you can tell, guys, we, we're having a great time, but we're back again to another break. We'll be right back. Perfect. Welcome back to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Uh, your friend Rodolfo Trujillo, RT, uh, David Meyer with the uh, Minnesota Real Estate team. We're here. I want to mention a couple of things before we continue with this segment. Uh, two open houses opportunities. We have an open house today and tomorrow between uh, noon and 2 p.m., 5769 West 135th Street in Savage. It's going to be open today and tomorrow between noon and 2. It's a twin home. No association fees in this one. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and uh, the price range is three twenty-five. We have an open house tomorrow, four three-one Fontaine Court in Woodbury. This open house is tomorrow between twelve and two p.m. It's a one-level townhome, uh, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, two car garage. Uh, that one is priced at two sixty. And we have a big surprise today. Now that David and I are hosting the, the show for the Minnesota Real Estate Show, that our last <laughs> segment. El siguiente segmento lo vamos a tener todo en español. Rubén está listo, David está listo. Para que sepan que también acá eh, en el equipo de, de Minnesota Real Estate Team podemos hablar también en español y otros idiomas. Si tiene cualquier duda o pregunta, no duden en llamarnos. Ok, David. Muy bien. David, Rubén, ¿cuál es lo que sigue con ustedes? Uh, yo, yo hablo en mi español muy poquito. Rubén. Uh, me too. <laughs> well, that's a, I think that's an extent of the Spanish with our with our uh, co-host and our guest. So I think we go back to English. RT's been trying to teach me Spanish for the last eight years, and it's not. I'm, I'm very very. Uh, But now, it's, in, it's, in all seriousness, uh, our team we we have correct. so many different languages that uh, our agents speak in our team. Yeah. So if you have any, you know, if any yeah. clients. Uh, in Spanish, we have Russian, Russian, I think uh, uh, Arabic, Chinese, Arabic, Chinese, Hmong. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, some, but so don't hesitate if you if you have a client that have a specific need or or or, or desire to learn all of this or talk about this in, in their own uh, language. Yeah, please feel free to give us a call. Obviously, Espanol is uh, as my my yeah. uh, native language. Six one two three eight four seven four nine three. David, what's your native language, David? Uh, my native language is uh, English. English? There you go. <laughs> English. Ruben, yeah, same? Yeah, same here. All yeah, right. All right. <laughs> This is fun. I'm having a lot of fun here, David. Yeah. Ruben, I hope time. you're having fun with us This is here. great. Ruben, you're just asking me about the grandchildren, and yeah. my grandson sent in a message to the show. He said, Kolb wanted to say that Opa is doing a great job. So there's <laughs> a foreign language there right there. Opa there is, is Deutsch for German, or Deutsch for Grandpa, I believe. So there Now, you go. Well, we're having a lot of fun. Hopefully our listeners are, are having fun with us. Obviously, we're not Ryan or Neil Scott Willring, but uh, we're doing the best we can. Mm -hmm. And this is exciting. And one thing that I want to mention outside the real estate or whatnot Being in the booth here, David Rubin, this time goes so fast. So fast. Every one of these segments. Isn't it? Like we just get started on, oh, time for a break. I know. I'm just yeah. getting warmed up and, and I get excited to go. And David and I were saying, we talk about real estate. Rubin, you talk about in inspections all the time. But still, having the microphone in front of you 
he kind of gives you a little bit of hesitation or a little pause, yeah, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of nervousness. I do want to mention one thing in, in talking about inspections because uh, Ruben's organization has a guy named Jeff. Yeah. And, and Jeff, uh, what's Jeff's last name? Cornier. Cornier. So Jeff, Jeff did a, an inspection for me on a client, for a client with a com- two commercial buildings um, over in River Falls um, a little while back and just did a fantastic job. They, they're just really thorough. Everything that he gave us was really helpful. He didn't, the biggest thing, he didn't scare my client off with what he found, which can happen with inspectors. Yeah. So we were just really appreciative of that. So shout out to Jeff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll be sure to let him know. And yeah. that's very important on the, on the inspection side. And now, because that's, I think the inspection is important regardless if it's a residential or commercial. You need a good inspector that's going to tell you the truth, what is happening, but it's not going to scare you. Right. Correct. Uh, uh, how many horror stories we have, uh, Ruben, not with your company, but with other companies that, you know, that you go there with the inspection and they start saying, oh, that's mold. Oh, this, this. Right. Well, you, you don't even know. You're They're just doing a visual inspection. And out of a sudden, you're, you're throwing out all this huge word that will scare your client. And uh, I, that's not right. Correct, yeah. Ruben? Yeah. Stick to the facts. Talk about what you know. Don't inflate stuff. Don't minimize stuff. Yep. Give people the accurate information. That's really what everybody in the transaction wants. Selling and buying side, they want the truth. They want to know exactly what's going on. Not stick, Stay away from these strong opinions about stuff. One of the worst yep. things that an agent can hear from a client is, yeah, my Uncle Bob is going to do the inspection oh. for me. Oh, <laughs> that's, all, that's, always a, that's always the best oh, option. <laughs> I, I just automatically put the, pull up the cancellation form and get it ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or the advice, you know, when you're writing an offer, the advice is, well, according to uh, my neighbor, right. we're offering too much. My answer, my question immediately to my clients like, how many houses have this person bought in their yeah. life? Right. Well, two. Yeah. So I have I have written over a thousand purchase agreements. You know, I think I, I think I can give you a better opinion. I bet it happens to you guys in inspection at world the same all the oh time. Oh my goodness, yes. And and I, I love it when we do the inspection and then you got you got dad coming along on the oh, inspection. Yeah. He's just, gonna oh, argue with boy. you. All right. He's <laughs> gonna have a lot to say. He's you know? gonna tell you what's He's, wrong. All right. Here, dad, here. Here's an outlet tester. Why don't you go downstairs, check all the outlets for me? Let me know right. what you find. I'll be up here doing yep. something else. So Guys, we're we're having fun, obviously, but it's the truth. And we wanted to. What we I think at the end of the day, what we say to our clients, our buyers, our sellers is like, you hired us for a reason. We Correct. are the professionals. I mean, the opinion of your mom and dad or your neighbor is great. It was just an opinion, you know. Uh, when I, I put this all the time to my sellers or buyers, like, if you're feeling sick, you go to the doctor and you listen to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You don't ask your neighbor. You know, what kind of medicine should I take? You know, it's the same thing. And, and, and my wife always like, well, you're not a surgeon. You know, nobody's going to die if you – well, you're, this is probably the biggest investment of their life. Yeah, so right. you, nobody's going to die, but you might affect their, their, their bottom line tremendously. So, so it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge uh, opportunity for them, and they need the right, the right information. They need to be in the right, the right spot. Correct. So, Ruben, here's another one that, that I'll often have with younger couples that want to bring their parents along yeah. to the inspection. I will tell them that, okay, now when you hear your mom or dad say, well, when I bought my first house and they're kind of grabbing their belt, <laughs> you, you know you that's yep. time for you to tune out <laughs> to an extent. You know, I mean, again, like no, you yeah. say, you, you take their opinion and everything, but I, I just prep them for that, that you might hear some things from mom and dad that don't exactly mesh with what the inspector is saying or what I'm saying as an agent. Correct. And the reality is this, 
love your mom and dad all to death, but they're not the ones buying the house. You are. Yeah. Yep. Now, if they are the ones buying yeah, the yeah, house, that, that, it's a different story. Money, then you, you better listen. listen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So true. But it, it happens in, in every scenario, and that's okay. Uh, we, we kind of make it a little bit uh, light out or simple about this, but it's true. You hire us for a reason. You hire an inspector for a reason, and uh, we're getting out. You know, this is the end of the, the end of the show, guys. Already, we have one more minute. Anything else, David? That you want to add, Ruben? Well, I'll let you go first, Ruben. Well, I'll say if you want more info, you got problems in your attic, any of that, check out our website. Visit us online, StructureTech.com. Thanks, Ruben. Really appreciate you being with us today and all your expertise that you bring uh, as a partner to our team. Uh, my last deal would just be that know your expectations as a buyer and a seller in this market because it has shifted from where it was two years ago. And as a seller, you're not able to price, uh, put some kind of exorbitant price on your property and expect to get an offer right away. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. We have a lot of fun. David Meyer, RT. Uh, if you have any questions, please give us a call. My number is 612-384-7493. And mine is 612-849-0687. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Nerd. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.